This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. The conversation I want to have with you on Spin Talk now is about possibly introducing alcohol tests for pregnant women. If you or someone you know has ever drank during a pregnancy, I would like to hear your thoughts on this. What advice were you given? Was it something that you were conscious of? Was it just one drink? Was it a few drinks? Get involved in the conversation. No judgment, I promise. I would just love to hear people's thoughts on this because we get a lot of um, different information about the effects of alcohol um, on a pregnancy. Well, a recent study has found that 82% of Irish women drink alcohol during their first pregnancy. So this has been proposed and uh, at the at the Irish Medical, Medical Organisations Conference at the weekend and it's been backed uh, because Ireland is in the top three countries worldwide, for instance, of fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. So this proposal would mean that pregnant women would be screened for alcohol when they go to their doctor. What are your thoughts on that? I'd love to hear whether or not you support such a proposal. I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. Joining me on Spin Talk now to tell me a bit more is Dr. Mary O'Mahony. She's a specialist in public health medicine with HSE and is based in Cork. Hi, Mary. Thank you for your time. Hello, Lauren. How are you? And thanks for having me on. And you're absolutely spot on. We have a difficulty that people, that women are being giving, given, you know, inconsistent advice. And we need a very clear message for women that pregnancy needs to be alcohol-free to prevent fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Okay. Mary, just for anyone who has maybe never heard of it, what is fetal alcohol spectrum disorder? Well, fetal alcohol syndrome, which is one end of the spectrum, is a condition the only known cause of which is exposure of the fetus prenatal to alcohol while they're in the womb. So that's a very important fact kind of to note. And then for each case of fetal alcohol syndrome that is born, it's estimated that nine or ten cases are born with a lesser form of the condition, and that's referred to as fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And recent evidence says that it only takes 67 women to drink during pregnancy for one child to be born with fetal alcohol syndrome. And for each child with fetal alcohol syndrome, there will be nine or ten children born with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And I suppose fetal alcohol syndrome may possibly be picked up at the time of birth because those children can have characteristic facial features. They don't always, but they can have characteristic facial features where their eyes are smaller than normal and kind of far apart where they have a very thin upper lip and you know the normal groove we would have between the end of our nose and your lip that tends to be flat so and they would usually be born smaller than expected and remain kind of smaller than expected throughout their life but children conversely then children with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder who aren't as severely affected they'll appear perfectly normal at birth they'll be normal weight normal appearance um, normal length and their difficulties really only come manifest when they're older, often when they're of school age. And so fetal alcohol spectrum disorder has invisible characteristics and that tends to affect things like alcohol or sorry, they have attention deficits or memory deficits, they can be hyperactive and they're only into difficulty with abstract concepts. So when they get to that time in school where they're trying to do maths or money or time, they'd have difficulty. They have difficulty learning from the consequences of their actions, kind of showing poor judgment okay. and um, immature behaviour. So difficult social skills, which is difficult for them and for those around them. Okay. Now, I think, I, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, Mary, and you can, you can set me straight, but I would imagine the reason that we get a lot of misinformation or maybe different women are given different advice by doctors is because 
it's probably unlikely that one glass of wine would result in fetal alcohol syndrome, but perhaps someone who drinks heavily might be more at risk. Would that be correct? That would be very correct. There's a dose response gradient. So when I think, when I say about a risk of 1 in 67, if you drink heavily, you'd have a greater risk than that. That's an average risk. Whereas if you drink less, you'd have a lesser risk than okay. that. Um, so so that's that's very true. Okay. And Just, you know, also, like and, someone and, maybe who would have, now, pregnancy aside, but someone maybe who might smoke one cigarette once a month on a night out mightn't be as likely to develop lung cancer as someone maybe who smokes 60 cigarettes a day. That's right. That's, that's a good analogy. And also, there's variable outcome, and that can account for the fact that there's been differing advice as well. We say women who seem to have the same alcohol intake, they can have a different outcome. And there's many reasons for that. Some women would break down alcohol more quickly than others. Okay. That's a genetic component and there can be an actual eightfold difference in how we break it down. Then our own body composition, if we have a lot of muscle mass, we'll reduce alcohol more quickly from our own bloodstream than if we have a lot of fatty acid, fatty tissue. Mm-hmm. And then just even how you drink, you know, how quickly you drink, how much you drink, whether you drink an empty stomach, that all that influences the blood alcohol level, which in turn influences how much goes to the baby. Mm-hmm. And I suppose just to explain how difficult it is to assess risk, when you have identical twins born, they're not born with an identical weight. So that just shows that, you know, even two babies of, of the same genetic composition within the same womb with the same exposures, you know, they don't necessarily have the same outcome. So that's how difficult, I suppose, this area is. But at the same time, the risk is very significant and we do need to advise women that pregnancy be alcohol-free. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really important point, I suppose, is that, you know, you can do everything as, as well as you think because I think for the most part, you know, people want to have positive experience. They want a healthy baby. Um, but what maybe some doctors feel is that across the board, we just need to have a very, very clear message for women who are pregnant. That's right. Okay. How yeah. would a screening programme work, Mary? Well, how the screening programme would work is that uh, a woman's urine would be tested for a metabolite, which is a breakdown product of alcohol called ethylglucuronide. And that can be present. That will be picked up in the urine for up to five days after a woman has been drinking. So it won't detect alcohol further back than that. But at the same time, if somebody is drinking regularly, yeah. it would identify it. And it just provides the opportunity then for the doctor to have a brief intervention with a woman to advise her really that the pregnancy needs to be alcohol-free. And women always bring urine to the doctor antenatally because it needs to be checked for infection and for other things like glucose and that. And it will be recommended that the first urine they will be bringing, the new pregnancy guidelines suggest that that should be sent off to be screened in case somebody has an infection that's asymptomatic. And what I'm suggesting is that sample would also be screened for this metabolite of alcohol. Okay. Would you think, Mary, that it might prevent, it might stop some women going for checkups if they thought, oh God, well now I was out on Saturday night and I had a few drinks or I maybe just had the one drink and I don't want to feel judged. I don't want to feel like the doctor is going to intervene, as it were, so I might avoid going to that checkup. Well, that would be the very last outcome that we'd want from it. And like this has been proposed, it will be a screening programme. There will be voluntary participation and it has to be acceptable to the women themselves or it won't, it wouldn't go ahead. Um, Really, this is intended to give the woman more information to inform her choice and to help her make a healthy choice for her baby. Mary, thank you very much for making time for us on today's show. I know you're very busy, so thank you. We really thank appreciate you very it. much, Lauren. Thanks. Okay, take thank care. You.
That's Dr. Mary O'Mahony there, specialist in public health medicine with HSE in Cork. Um, very, very interesting. And I would like to hear your thoughts. And as Mary said, you know, this would be something that would be, you know, the, the women would be happy to do so you can um, have as much information as possible. What do you think, though? As I was saying to Mary, like, do you think it might deter some women from going to a checkup if you knew you, you would have alcohol in your system? And look, as I said, there's absolutely no judgment from this end of things. I think people do get a different advice and have different information and how you choose uh, to live your life is completely up to you. But this is a concern that women are being given different information. So the Irish Health Medical, sorry, the Irish Medical Organisation has voted in favour of introducing these tests and just to promote the message that pregnancy should be alcohol-free completely. What are your thoughts on that? I would love to hear your opinion. If you have ever been pregnant and have drank at all, um, get involved. Let me know. Like, what were people's attitudes? What was the advice maybe you were given? Did you enjoy it? Was it worth it? Even just having a drink, did you feel a bit guilty? Lads, I want to hear from you on this one as well. Maybe you've had a partner or a sister or a friend pregnant. What's their attitude been to alcohol and how do you feel about it? Let me know. You can text her WhatsApp Spin Talk now. I'm on 087-711-1038. Yeah, Mary was spot on uh, with people being told different things and that's what's going through in the messages already. If you're just getting involved in the conversation on Spin Talk today, we are asking for your thoughts on alcohol testing for pregnant mums. A recent study has found that 82% of Irish women drink alcohol during their first pregnancy. And so the Irish Medical Organisation at their conference last weekend uh, backed a proposal for Irish mums to be screened for alcohol consumption. What do you think about that? And it's because Ireland is in the top three countries worldwide, for instance, of fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. So we spoke to Dr. Mary O'Mahony a few minutes ago. She's a public health specialist. And she was saying that, you know, it's, it's we need just a clear message that pregnancy should be alcohol-free. Women are getting mixed messages. And that's already coming through on the text. I'm on 087-711-1038. This listener says, I'm a mom of five children. We went through four miscarriages before our first, so I was very worried. We paid €4,000 for a consultant in Dublin. He told me the odd glass of red wine does no harm and in fact can help. I did the same for all five and I have five healthy children. No harm was done. Um, And that is your experience and I'm going to say that a lot on the show today because like so many things we discuss what's for one person maybe isn't for another. And this is what the Irish Medical Organization are trying to get across is that we can't be giving different messages because there are people that drink heavily during pregnancy and the result is fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. So fetal alcohol syndrome is something that um, Dr. Mary outlined. And then obviously there there is a spectrum. So some um, some of the issues are invisible. Uh, until the child maybe is going to school. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think about testing women for alcohol consumption when they're pregnant? Jennifer says, what next? Lock up pregnant women for nine months? Make sure she doesn't eat Chinese food because the MSGs will cause harm? And she has the emoji of um, rolling eyes. This is the thing. There is a lot. And for anyone who's ever been pregnant, I'm sure you will have heard all the things you're not supposed to do, the things you are supposed to do, and just the level of judgment. It must be very frustrating at times so I'd like to hear your thoughts maybe um, if you don't want to talk about the official advice you were given just even people's attitudes Jed says most kids are made through the joys of alcohol why not finish that house party in your womb the same way Jed come on now um, Alison says I had have had two kids 
And on the second pregnancy, I was more relaxed. I would have had a couple of drinks at the weekend. The judgment was unbelievable. People coming up to me in bars, giving out. The people at the supermarket checkouts asking me who the wine was for. People need to relax. I know my body and what I can handle when pregnant. These tests are a massive invasion of privacy. Well, would you agree with Alison? Like, oh, you know, people, um, we've talked about people smoking while pregnant and just how strong people feel about that. Alcohol is something we tend to be a bit more lax about, but I suppose, you know, the picture you paint, Alison, you know, I, I, you know, in bars with wine at the supermarket checkout, I can't believe people coming up to you at the checkout asking who the wine was for. But I, I can imagine people commenting in bars because I think people would be of the opinion, well, you know, you're pregnant. If you're in a bar, are you out late? Is it, you know, busy? Is it hot? Is it a lot of alcohol? People do judge. If that's something you've any experience of, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And as I said, I want to hear from the lads as well. Maybe if your partner or your sister or your friend has been expecting you know, are you, are you surprised when you see them drink? 82%, um, I mentioned earlier on, of Irish women drink alcohol during their first pregnancy. Does that surprise you? I'm on 087-711-1038. Would love to hear your thoughts on the conversation today. As of, of course, as always, we can change names. That's not an issue at all. And as I said, no judgment. Just want to have a conversation about it. Lots of people have been in touch on this. Uh, I would really like to hear your thoughts on this message in particular. It says, a proportion of the women in this country have no respect for the baby that they carry around for nine months in their body. Hence the repeal the eighth situation. All disgraceful and disgusting. Emma joins me on the line now. Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi. Uh, Emma, I said earlier on, sorry, we would change people's names. Not a problem at all. So we've done that yeah. with you. Uh, you want to get in touch because you have seen the effects of alcohol spectrum disorder. Talk to me a bit about that. Basically, when I was, I was only about 20 years of age and I was asked to be godmother to a little baby. And three months after the Oh, was very Emma, sorry, I lost you there for just a second. Could you repeat that last bit for me? Yeah, basically when I was very young, I was only 20 at the time when I was asked to be godmother for a little baby. Okay. And three months into her being born, she took very sick. She spent 11 months down in Temple Street Hospital having to be withdrawn from the effects of the alcoholism that her ma had basically abused when she was in the womb as a, as a, as a fetus, like. Oh, Emma. Yeah, so it was. It was very difficult now. But, like, this is 25 years ago now, and we can see the, the good sides of it, like, you know. But as an infant and as a child, it was absolutely horrendous to have to watch her go through what she went through. Yeah. And, like, she had no control over that. Do you know what I mean? She didn't ask for that when she was in the womb. No, and, you know, and I I was asking Mary earlier on, I don't know if you heard the doctor I was speaking to, and I was saying, you know, there's, yeah. there's a huge difference, I think, and that's where some of the mixed messages are that, you know, obviously someone who drinks very heavily is more at risk um, yeah. than someone maybe who might have a glass or two of wine with a meal. Yeah. But would you be of the opinion that just no alcohol whatsoever? Well, I think, look, at the end of the day, like, you know, when you decide to have a child and you decide to become pregnant, I think you need to do everything at the best of your ability as a mother to protect that child. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, alcohol is a drug. Like, are you going to smoke? Are you going to drink? You know, are you going to take other drugs while you're pregnant? Alcoholism is one of the biggest things that affect a child in the womb. So I think, no, I think absolutely absence while you're pregnant. Yeah. Emma, and I really I, and truly do. I think it is understandable considering your experience with, with your godchild, you know, um, and how yeah. horrific that must have been. It's understandable that yeah. you, you would feel that way. Thank you very much for coming on. 
Okay, thank you. Good Bye-bye. to speak to you today. I, I don't think you can, you know, argue with Emma um, when she has seen the effects of heavy drinking uh, on a child and, and that child being so sick. I do, though, feel, and I'm just, I'm trying to be really careful here because as Mary said, there is mixed messages, but it's like, I think there is very extreme cases and like I've known people who've had a, a few glasses of wine during their pregnancy, half a glass of wine, you know, and, and and perfectly healthy babies. But like I said earlier on, that's one person's experience. And as Mary stressed earlier on, you know, why would you take that risk? It's like people who smoke. But look, we've we've discussed smoking while pregnant on the show before. It does happen. And my concern with this with this screening program, and I, I mentioned this to Mary, would be that women would avoid excuse me, checkups because they would a fear of judgment. And it's the same with smoking. Whenever we've discussed smoking while pregnant on Spin Talk, I feel that we should be supporting women who are pregnant rather than judging them and screening them. I or just even the word screening, you know. Um but maybe you completely disagree, maybe you feel as strongly as Emma does. I'd like to hear your own experience. Get involved. I'm on 87 1038 Ken has weighed in and says, I think women who drink when pregnant are selfish and clearly lack any self-control. Well, I got pregnant in the first place. You know you're not allowed to drink. Myself and my partner are trying at the moment, and she would never drink if she got pregnant. I wouldn't be with someone who did. Uh well, Ken, I would imagine um you know, your your partner knows how you feel. What if they were given advice? Because this this happens and you hear of people being given advice, you know, to have a, a glass or two of wine. Um, I remember speaking to a woman on this show who struggled to give up smoking when she was pregnant as much as she didn't want to smoke. Um, she felt she couldn't. And her doctor had advised her that, look, at the stress you're going to put your body through by giving up, just, you know, do the best you can. Don't put yourself through any unnecessary stress. So I would imagine, Ken, that that would not float your boat at all. And similarly, the the person who said the amount of women in this country who have no respect for the babies they carry, uh, they wouldn't be impressed by that either. Get involved. I'm on 087-711-1038. Thomas is on the line. Hi, Thomas. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, what would you like to say, Thomas? I just feel that people should know more about alcohol. I mean, I didn't know myself, but uh, cut, uh, alcohol is classified as a category one carcinogen, which is in same category as cigarettes. So I'm not judging anybody, but I would like to see more education about uh, what's actually causing alcohol is same as cigarettes, because you have you have all these uh, same packaging on the cigarette, you have all the advices about smoking and so on, but it's not that much done on alcohol. And, you know, I think people would agree with you, Thomas, that for some reason we, d- we don't think about alcohol the same way we do about cigarettes or other drugs. Why do you think that is? Yeah. And if it, if it, I, it, it is probably down to the uh, education and awareness, if you know what I mean. So, like, as I said, you have so much things going on about the cigarettes. You have, the, they remove all the packaging, you know, you have to have these pictures, uh, the visuals, what what happened to you uh, with the, with the cancer and all this kind of stuff, but it's not on the alcohol side, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But they are the same carcinogen category. So as you said, it's a, people feel it's okay to have one or two glasses of wine, 
but do people feel the same about having one or two cigarettes during pregnancy? Mm. I don't think so if they knew the truth. Yeah. And would you, like, if you, I don't know if you yourself have kids, Thomas, or... I, I have two kids, yeah. Okay. I have two kids, and uh, it it is down to what we believe in and what we know. So, I mean, my opinions changed during my life, you know, like, I, I wouldn't be probably the same uh, in the past because there was not so much awareness, uh, even on the cigarette side, you know, it, you knew that it's it's bad, but... It's actually when you see all these pictures on the cigarettes that you realize what kind of damage is done uh, when you smoke. So I, I, I feel we shouldn't force people into something, but we should educate them and make, and make them aware of the consequences. Okay, Thomas, lovely to speak to you. Thank you for your opinions. No problem. Thank you very much. Great to have you on the show. Yeah, Thomas makes a good point, and I think if we were honest with ourselves... Uh, we would, you know, admit that, that we, for some reason we don't treat alcohol the same way we do other drugs in this country. Why is that? Now, look, we've heard there have been messages. I know the last few messages I've read have, have been in agreement with Thomas and, and Emma who've said, look, you just shouldn't drink while you're pregnant. Earlier on, there was more messages saying, look, I drank. We heard a me- had a message from someone who'd had four miscarriages um, and then went to see a consultant and he had said, listen, have a glass or two of red wine. And five kids later, she's like, I get the same approach with all of them. Um, I suppose just to reiterate what I said earlier, that one person's experience might not be the same as another's. But this is what the Irish Medical Organization are saying, is that we're getting different messages. Different people are told different things. We should have one clear-cut message. What do you think? 087-711-1038. Sarah says, personally, I couldn't drink a drop during my three pregnancies for the fear of the possible damage it could do them in any way. It's not everyone's decision, but if they had issues, I'd only start thinking, what if, because I had a drink that night? Totally happy I did it for my kiddies, who are three perfectly healthy kiddies today. Sarah, thanks for that. Shauna says on WhatsApp, so many taboos and different opinions around alcohol consumption and pregnancy. I've had two children, never drank during pregnancy, but that was my choice and others who choose make their choice. I don't see what the big deal is unless there is a substantial amount of alcohol being consumed. What about the effects of methadone on pregnancy, the state and doctors supply to pregnant addicts or other substances? Yeah, lots of different opinions coming through on this one. You can have your say. I'm on 87 711-1038. Get involved in the conversation. Would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, just want to get through a few more of your messages coming in about um, drinking alcohol while pregnant. Louise says, seriously, you can't force anyone not to do anything. So are they going to make it against the law to drink while pregnant? I know it's not right, but there are a lot of women who enjoy a glass of wine. I heard red wine is good. I don't know. I only have one baba. I drank two bottles of alcohol pops at a friend's 21st. Made me real. So sick. Never again. It was just something to sip on, not a major session. I'm not that dumb. And I suppose, you know, where the Irish Medical Organization are coming from is that, um, you know, people who are drinking heavily that this would come up and that doctors could intervene is what Mary was talking about earlier on. But at the same time, you know, I would worry, and I said this to Mary, that maybe people would avoid checkups then as a result Orla says, totally out of our depth with three kids. We are outnumbered, but committed now. When I found out I was pregnant with my third child, I downed a big bottle of Alcopop with the shock. After that, no alcohol. But I don't see the harm in a glass every so often. Not hard spirits, but a light wine every so often wouldn't be that bad. 
Orla, thank you for your opinion. Another says, hi, I had my fourth baby this week. I never drank on any of my pregnancy. It's nine months out of your life and you enjoy it more when you have your baby and you get to have a nice, relaxing drink with not feeling like you shouldn't be. I think, you know, that is um, something a lot of people experience. Is like, look, I just couldn't enjoy it anyway. So there was no point. And maybe you disagree that that should be the reasoning behind it. But look, everyone is different. Another says there is a big difference between a pregnant woman having one glass of red wine on a Saturday night who also eats healthy food all week and exercises and someone who abstains but also eats takeout every other day and doesn't exercise. The hypocrisy drove me mad when I was pregnant. However, in fairness, guidelines must be clear and it is much easier to say don't drink than to say within reason as this would open a spectrum of interpretation. Uh, Very reasonable. Thank you for that. And you can continue the conversation, as always, on the Spin 1038 Facebook page. All we ever ask is that you be respectful of one another's opinions. So thank you for weighing in on that one. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.